George Bezos' personal struggle for freedom and justice began in his home village in Greece. He was just 13 years old when Greece was overrun by the Axis powers in 1941. You know, as a child I learned freedom songs. The Greeks were the slaves of the Ottoman Empire for almost 400 years. Allied soldiers sought refuge in Bezos' seaside village. His father, who was a village elder, decided to help the soldiers, but they were later forced to flee. They were rescued by a British ship and ended up in a refugee camp in Egypt, but once again they were forced to escape the advancing German troops. His father then decided on South Africa as a refuge, lured by tales that one could pick diamonds and gold off the streets of Johannesburg. But life in South Africa was no pot of gold. His father managed to get work at a steel plant, but young Bezos could not attend school for almost four years as he could not speak English. He was rescued by a teacher who walked into a store where he worked. She asked, what school do you go to? I said, I don't go to school. She said, what? I am a teacher. I'm coming here on Monday morning. You must wear your best. I'm going to take you to my school. He experienced prejudice in high school. The Afrikaans master, video skippers, said, Bezos, I see that your brothers and sisters are starving in Greece. You look well fed to me. Not only do we feed you, we've made you clever. George Bezos was always quick to point out that not all Afrikaners were bad, recalling a teacher in high school who helped him with his Afrikaans, critical for tertiary admission. However, his marks weren't good enough to get into medical school, so he opted for a Bachelor of Arts instead. It was during this time that Bezos fell in love with the law. During his university years, he came to the attention of the then-fledgling apartheid state. When Balan came to power, he said that the white universities should not take black students. I was a first-year student, and I made a speech. And I said, if wanted equal treatment of all the students of this university makes me a leftist, I'm proud to be one. It was in these years that his lifelong friendship with Nelson Mandela took shape. Their friendship raised eyebrows. Bezos recalls a time when he was babysitting his then boss's children. I remember that Nelson Mandela came to the house in the motorcar, came through the front door went with me to the dining room and we sat down. The door was slightly open in there, which from time to time looked in with this curiosity. Nelson Mandela saw them, I apologized. Now he said, you don't apologize, George. When white people come to our house, my children ask me, why do I allow white people to come to our house? I tell them some white people have black hearts. But his work and relationships with so-called enemies of the state came at great personal cost. For 30 years he was denied South African citizenship and risked being kicked out of the country if he ever returned to Greece. I couldn't become an attorney, but I could become an advocate. I have fought against white domination. Bezos is most well known as Mandela's lawyer during the historic Rivonia trial. Bezos contributed to one of Mandela's most powerful speeches, widely quoted even today. I have cherished the idea of a democratic and free society. If it needs be, it is an idea for which I am prepared to die. 
What I think saved their lives was the Nelson Mandela bravery and Walter Sassoulou and Governor Becky. They took responsibility for what they did. Visas continued to represent liberation activists even after Mandela was behind bars. I learned that there is nothing worse than fearing fear. <laughs> He appeared at numerous inquiries set up to investigate deaths in detention, including those of activist Ahmed Timmel and black consciousness leader Steve Biko. Two decades into democracy, he lamented the fact that many of these families are yet to find any closure. Bezos was as dominant in the liberation struggle as he was in the building of a democratic South Africa. He was legal adviser for the ANC in the Codessa negotiations and helped draw up the interim constitution and the Bill of Rights. He also jumped into action when 34 miners were killed by police during the Lonman strike action in Marikana in 2012. The majority of the people were shot in the back. You can't be defending yourself by shooting people in the back. His most difficult period was when he lost three of his best friends, Nelson Mandela, former Chief Justice Arthur Chaskelson, and Nobel laureate Nadine Gordimer in the space of two years. Speaking to Rasha Vashel, I said, well, I suppose one of these days the bell will toll for me. I said, stop, these friends of yours are watching you continue doing what you've done all your life. For George Bezos, hanging up his robe was never an option. When I was a child, part of the entertainment on a Sunday would be a gypsy with a bear with an iron in the nose. They would wrestle. And sometimes the bear got excited and the people would say, let her go, let her go. And his answer would be, I would let her go, but she wouldn't let me go. I'm Candice Nolan in Johannesburg.